I don't know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is that I need to record a podcast. Welcome back to Laps and Tarps. <laughs> Welcome back, Larpers, Tarpers, and the Anders. We, uh, the we're... Anders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, within the Larps and Tarps, I had to do the Larps and Tarps. No, no, no. It's valid. It's valid. I forget the, our little subsect of fans, the people who froth for and content, to be fair. <laughs> oh, no. Now we have to and do an and and episode. Get... Chloe, what have you done? <laughs> and then you get the weirdos that are really into the ampersands. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. The, well, the ampersand purists, because technically we Guys, use an don't ampersand. shame the audience. <laughs> See, like this it? is why I don't do intros, but I derail already. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. We love it. We love it. Mm. No, I'm not going to say that. Sorry, please carry on. It's not as bad as Tom's. Like, no, it's just the, <laughs> I love Tom. a bit of derailing. Fucking, fucking two-gun Tommy. <laughs> Two-tea Tommy. Two-tea Tommy. Two-tea fruity. Yeah, fun fact for the listeners, Tom has two cups of tea when we play D&D. At once. At once. At, once, at a time. Yeah, like, Billy won't stop like, it in twos. I feel like having two cups of tea... In a row is fine. That's like an acceptable level. No, but having them at the same time. But having time. them simultaneously is mm. pretty then, wild. Don't you have to hour, slow it down. An hour or Look so out. later, he gets another two cups of tea. Uh, that was, that was the, it, I was going to say, it wasn't the most chaotic thing I've ever seen, but certainly like delivering a monologue as a DM and then watching two mugs arrive full of tea <laughs> to one person was a moment where I was like, I, I'm, hang on, I need this explaining. What <laughs> am I doing here? Anyway. Now that you've got that little fun fact about Tom, so we're just going to be talking about Sunday. I had some lovely interactions with some lovely friends on Saturday, but I feel like they are more appropriate to be kept quiet because it was nice little emotional RP. So if I haven't mentioned anything, it's because it was intentional, I promise. <laughs> if I haven't mentioned anything, it's because I forgot and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of who I am as a person. <laughs> and the fact that this was a month ago now. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking hell. Three yeah. weeks to Empire. But, yeah, I was going to say, the, the fact that it was so long ago means we're closer to the next oh my one. God. Yeah. Fuck. Just wait to the long dark, Chloe. No. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> but there's player event season. Um, yeah, Sunday. Everyone- Sunday. How were you <laughs> feeling on Sunday morning, Chloe? I felt horrific. Like <laughs> on a scale of one to dead, how horrific? You were rotting in a ditch for two weeks. Horrific. Yeah, like not even. Um, no, but I just I feel very sorry for you if you had a hangover on Saturday because Sunday was disgusting. It was so hot. Yeah. Hottest day of the year, I think, so far. Mm. Was it? So you felt like death warmed up. I was death boiling. I wasn't just warmed up, I was boiling. Death sizzling under the grill. Yeah. I do I remember was... you just peeling your face off the floor of the tent, like oh. bright red eyes. Oh, that is... <laughs> and we were just like, Chloe, don't, don't go monstering. It's <laughs> fine. You might but die. She, God, she, she, my civic duty. She did the right thing. Chloe, she marched up and gave a good show. Kill some fucking Imperials. I don't... <laughs> Honestly, it was such a... It was such a shit show. Like, oh, well. What time did you wake <laughs> up before battle? Was it like, oh, shit, I'm running late, or did you manage to get to being at least good time? It was like it was half eight. half an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it, was like, it was like half eight. Alex, you made me a, a, a tea as well, and I was just I think I managed about three sips before I was like, I just can't even handle this, but I managed to do my makeup. I like how Make- you get makeup on before a battle. I'd sweat that shit off straight yeah, away. Yeah, well, I mean, it's purely just because I'm... Yeah, why do I do it? I don't know. I don't know. But it was quite funny because obviously my tattoo was on my chin and uh, that's how people were able to identify me because the alt masks are too big because I've got a really small head and a really small oh. face. So where the like mouth holes are cut out, it like, sits at my chin. If, if I want it to sit, mm-hmm. my, if I want to see, then it sits down at my chin. So everyone was like, I know it's you because I can see your tattoo through the mouth hole. And I was like, but that's also how you know that I can't fucking breathe. Because every, I was breathing, the mask was just going... So not only was I hungover and it was baking, I just couldn't bloody breathe. An oxygen oh. deficiency as well. Yeah. But anyway, so we'll, I'll get more into that disgustingness in a little bit. But before I start rambling and making everyone cringe, how was everyone else's Sunday morning? Mine was great because I didn't fight because I don't fight. And I just went to the shelter of the Dreadshield camp, found out that's the coolest place at Anvil when it's a hot day. Interesting. I, I think so. I mean, no, it's awful. It's, it's really warm. Yeah, there. no, it's um, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's gross. Um, no, but that was a really nice place to chill. Um, Guess I know where I'm moving the jackdaw spots. Yeah. Just the tree line the is nice. And Not they had the comfy chairs. 
they had comfy chairs and I was just like, this is great. This is what I, this is where I live now. And I just waited there till the battle rolled over. So people started arriving back. Then I was like, guess I just go to make sure no one's dead. Um, but yeah. Well, how did the battle go, guys? So it was, so obviously Tom and I are both mustering in Dawn, right? Cause Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. Cause you're now contracted. One of the mercenaries contracted with Dawn. One of the many. There's One of the quite many, a few yeah. Merc City. Um, but yeah, so we kind of mustered up for Bal, kind of usual affair. I, I'm being the literal hero that I am, made camp breakfast. Um, yeah, I saw you making camp breakfast because we marched up good and early, so we were well in time to march off. Literally, every time I've done it, it's been squeaky bum time because, like, I'm like, I'm making breakfast as quick as I can, but I've got to get ready for battle. Um, Did you remember to have your pre-battle poo? Well, I, yes. I then had to go for my pre-battle poo, obviously. What is squeaky bum time? Is that Squeaky what's... bum time, you know when you're at the edge of your seat and it's like squeaking because you're nervous? Ah, okay. cutting it really down. fine. It's like, yeah, cutting it really oh, fine. I thought like, it things meant you really... were shitting yourself. No, <laughs> yeah, like, not no. literally, but like. No, squeaky bum time means it's like tense. Like, yeah, yeah. And that, not, yeah, you like cut it fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I pooped myself. Um, but what was really fun. Was... I feel sorry for your squire when they have to clean your armor after squire. every battle. I, I am my squire. Um, <laughs> I mean, you cook breakfast for everyone else, so why yeah, don't someone clean your armor for camp, you? Camp cook. Uh, I don't think I can do that at E3. Camp now. That's offended to bitches everywhere. And if you listeners are watching, Morgan is not happy. Yeah, the listeners aren't watching, Tom. If the listeners are watching, I'd be fucking concerned. Is that you? (laughs) Get out of my garden. Get out. Get out of here. Um, here So what was really fun, though, was as it was getting time to muster. So as you, as we kind of, I think we spoke about the fact that the marchers were upset. With yeah. the fact that they weren't going to Bregger's Land, I think. Was it Bregger's yeah, Land? Bregger's. Um, Get the Fisher. They, to kill Matilda Fisher. So there was a lot of uproar about that. But the Dornish generals had voted to support the marchers in that. Um, and we had kind of been saying that we want to help the marchers. We really appreciated everything they've done for Dawn uh, in the conquest of the barons. And there was like a nice level of friendship between the two, uh, these two arguing sibling nations. Um, and as we're kind of getting ready, a beautiful line of marcher soldiers starts making their way up the camp. So there's this kind of big, one of these big paths that goes up into dawn from like the rest of camp towards where the brass coast is and obviously the marchers beyond that. And they're all marching up with their banners in their armor and they all like, just, it was beautiful to see all these marchers gathered in glory square. It was amazing. Oh. I saw it from the opposite angle from you because uh, Cordraco's bar wise guys is up the opposite end. It was, it was so beautiful. And it was very much like, again, I don't know if I got the wrong end of the stick here, but it at least felt like they were saying, we're here to help Dawn. That's why we're going today because we're here to help you. Um, I thought I got like the impression it's like never say a march and never does their duty to their nation and their empire. It wasn't that because they weren't casting shade on the marches that weren't going mm. because they very much under a lot of the marches I spoke to were like, we understand why they're not going. They feel slighted. They feel like they've lost. Like I think someone insinuated that they shouldn't go because it was a waste of money, which did not. Go- so basically the marches were kind of like, we get why they're not going, yeah. but we're coming to support you. And it was this real beautiful moment of dawn of the marches. Do you like people have had like animosity for hundreds of years and have like a bit of a rivalry being like, we are, you know, at the end of the day, we're cousins, we're siblings and we'll fight together. And it was really, it was like a really nice kind of poignant moment, which like defines a lot of like, it's like the kind of the current mood around at the Empire at the minute is that Dawn and Marches are getting on. Mm. Don't know how long it'll last, but at least for now. It was like a mini equivalent of like, Gonda calls the raid. Yeah. And Rohan will answer. <laughs> Just the marches kind of marching back to Dawn. Um, but it was beautiful. Uh, from there, got girded. Um, Esty helped me get dressed. Esty gave me a favor to take into the battle. Um, and then we got ready to go to the Sentinel Gate. Was there anything you did before we headed up, Tom? Well, I girded up like an hour before you. Like this being our first professional mercenary battle, we wanted to be there in... Good time. So I think we were there from like 10 in the morning, just chilling around Cordraco. In talking your armor. About, in armor. Oh, my brother in virtue. <laughs> Full clank. As I said last episode, most of us Jackdaws dress in black. <sighs> so with the sun That's coming rough, down, dude. with heavy armor, it wasn't nice. Grim. I've got to applaud the benches at Empire, though. I don't know how they support all that armored weight. Uh, wise guys. Or just any bench. Just any bench, yeah. I've sat in chairs like very slowly, like 
creak. And you're like, okay, all right, we're okay. <laughs> it's going down. Hardest working furniture in the Empire. Oh, definitely. Uh, I did get a potion from one of my jackdaws uh, that gave me some an extra rank in uh, fortitude. Oh, yeah. Continue. <laughs> so what was your bleed count? Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly working. That's my game now. You're just... working up to having a bleed count that lasts the entire weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want people to go home from Empire. I just camp there for six weeks. It's like... Still technically on my bleed count. Still counting. We're still <laughs> all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so just prepping. We were going over battle strategy, getting mm-hmm. to know who Cordraco were, so we're like pointing out faces, who's the healers, who are the artisans, who can fix what. Uh, one of the Cordracos gave me a potion of strength as well, which gives me an extra hero point back. So I was... Filter pre- of strength, I think, isn't it? Filter of strength, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Looking through my little pouch, seeing how protected I am. I was like, have I got enough Heelys on me? Enough uh, blood harrow filters for that Druzhish miasma? I've or... not had a single Druzh enemy. I've never had a Druzh. Never had a We're Everyone... painting a massive target on our backs now. Yeah, true. Apart from that fucking Venom sensor that we had. I wasn't there for that. Fuck, that was intense. But yeah, I'm usually not Venom by Druzh. No. Uh, when the marchers came up, I did find it hilarious because they also have a battle whistle, apparently, and tend to like to blow it in freeze, which... Uh, for Jackdo Codes is Modesto's down, go and save him. That's very funny. So as soon as they did that, whilst they were marching into the glory square, it's like, oh God, Modesto's down. And like five people jump at him just <laughs> jokingly. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. It was just a nice, chilled, sunny day before the battle. Mm. The muster was quite cool, though, marching out with Dawn for the first time. Yeah, I'm biased. But marching out of Dawn is fucking good. Morgan biased towards Dawn? But isn't Who would have fucking but isn't, thought? Isn't it good? Isn't it good? It, having only marched out with the National Block, seeing how many more of you there is. Like, there's a few hundred of you. There was 40 of us. The, it's like the, the fucking, the sh- all the colours, the shining of the metal. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. For me, it was weird going in, like, second onto the battlefield. Like, usually the block is on last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going on second, it was great. Turns out we were in the wrong place for the muster, though, so we had to, like, be pushed through so we can get close to the okay, front, to which yeah. I think we end up just in front of you. Yes, you did, because I shouted at you, and you didn't hear me. I didn't notice you at all. Yeah, I was next to... Lufa, Lufa you your marrow, yeah, yeah. My yeah. marrow man. Marrow man. My uh, little blue boy. Little blue boy. Whilst we were in the queue, someone was coming with the water. But, oh, before I got into my kit as well, um, Emma got like a bucket of water and like poured it all over my gamboson. So it was like soggy, which was really good. <laughs> it was nice. nice. And then the same thing happened when we were in the queue. They're like, does anyone want water pouring down their backs? And we're like, yes. And they were just kind of pouring water over on, which was very fucking needed. There was a lovely bloke handing out a... Uh... Honey and salt sandwiches, which hit the spot. Honey and salt sandwiches? Well, that's what they say you need for energy, isn't it? Oh, Honey no, I'm not. I, I mean, I can imagine that. Test free of charge as well. Fuck yeah. The man's a hero. Um, it was beautiful. There's a wonderful picture of um, me, James, who plays John. The most handsome man in the, the Empire, most handsome you say? Man in the Empire. And then the third person who I don't think I have permission to talk about on the podcast, but a changing friend of mine. And there's this really funny picture as we're marching in. And it's very much the picture of two changelings and John, who's on lineage, where like I've got like a massive smile on my face as I'm singing. The other changeling I'm with is like beaming with a smile, and then John just looks confused. <laughs> He's just like, "What's going on?" <laughs> it's a very beautiful picture. Um, but yes, that was mustard. Um, march through the gate. Did you get up to anything, um, Kerry, whilst we were battling? As I said, I literally just hung around in the you just kind of camp fucking chill with out. one of my yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we just chatted because it was just too hot to do anything. It was, uh, uh, in a word, uh, disgusting. It was gross, yeah. Um, I must admit, and this is a kind of running theme for my whole weekend, is my brain is pretty soupy after the battle. Like I, when we were marching through the woods, because we kind of, from mem- yeah, we when you come onto the field, you know, you've got the big open field in front of you, to your left, just, there's all the woods. We just walked straight through those woods. Um the objective for us was to kill as many Druze as possible um, because if we killed 600, I think we flipped the Barons. It's basically the dream dream objective of Chloe. Just kill. No Just strategy. Kill, 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 kill as kill, many kill. as you can. Um, but then there was also a bunch of troubadours who were um, going to be sacrificed to Agramant. 
And I was told that if they had been sacrificed on the field whilst we were all there, Agramant heralds would have been released onto the battlefield. Remind listeners who Agramant is, please. Agramant is a winter eternal. He is also known, he's known as by various names, one of which is Blood on the Snow. I think one is the Endless Hunger. He's basically the worst Eternal. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that, or one of. He is Endless Hunger. His occultists are cannibals. Um, they do everything they can to kill and eat and maim. Like, he's an incredibly cruel Eternal. And ah, they're just people from Manchester. Cut, fucking hell. <laughs> so we've moved on from insulting uh, fictional demographics and we're just moving on to different counties and cities. I'm a Yorkshire boy now. I used to be from Lancashire. <laughs> You've turned out. Um, but basically, no good. He's actually... So Semesuak, which is a Wintermark um, territory, was temporarily lost by the Empire, and the Jotun didn't defend it against Agramant. So we've got full of Agramant cultists. So there's like a bunch of Agramant cannibals just running around in Imperial territory. Um, but that was going to be a problem. So basically, we marched on the field, started cutting through, and just... Um, I think it was someone was saying the music that was playing in everyone's ears was Rip and Tear from the Doom original soundtrack. I don't know how much of we of that we could put in as a clip, but it's if you want to listen to Rip and Tear from the Doom original soundtrack, it's that's basically everyone's mind was just tearing through, just ripping and shredding and killing as many fucking druids. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. What did you get up to then, Tom? How was your battle? Oh, my battle was fun. Like we were meant to be up front with you guys. Uh but somehow we managed to convert uh, Cordraco from frontline fighters into skirmish fighters, fighting like proper soldiers in the league. We didn't find, couldn't find the house that were meant to be like leading the charge, the troubadours. So uh, we just ended up uh, doing flanking maneuvers and protecting the back line, which I think is a very useful duty. Mm. I think they said, oh, uh, well, didn't say, but it came apparent. Dawn, you don't just move forward. You've got to protect your rear as well. That's what this... you're there for. Well, yeah, now we are. <laughs> now you've hired the professionals to protect the rear. Or attack the rear, whichever you prefer. <laughs> the professional backdoors. Backdoors, backdoors. The backdoors. Yeah, so we spent a lot of our time just going around flanks, hitting the druge mm-hmm. where they were weakest, uh, protecting the back lines, making sure they didn't come and advance on your rear so you could fight unimpeded and mm. just keep slaughtering. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Cordraco said we were a bargain mercenary company, and that's not just me bragging. Super. Well, you, you know what that means. Up your prices next time. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't be described as a bargain. <laughs> the bargain bin mercs. <laughs> no, it was, it was a very fun fight. I did enjoy it being super straightforward. Mm. And it was a pleasure to fight in a battle which was a breeze compared to the last time of hauling that fucking radio. It felt like as a skirmishing mercenary company, we could do what we wanted to do and what we were best at rather than just being put in one place and holding the lines. Yeah. I feel like every time I've fought in a battle as the league, we haven't been able to do that because we've been put on line holding duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was nice to just... Unless it was that time where I pulled my ankle and couldn't go on the battlefield. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. So it was nice to spread my wings and get to poke people with my halberd. <laughs> I think I turned very hateful, though. I was shouting some very bad obscenities at those druge. No, that's fair enough, the druge. Fuck them. I was, like, looking in the eyes, like, you're going to the abyss, and I fucking can't wait to see you there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do love hating the druge. Virtuously, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very virtuous. No death to the Druze, of course. No, no. here, not in my good virtuous household. No, um, loyalty to the Empire. No. Uh, somehow, though, th- those tricky, tricky Dornish. I think there was House Tallstag managed to get us a, to do a glory charge. Based. We, we, we don't do glory charges. We're leaguers, we're clever. But when they catch, cast some type of ritual that empowers 12 of your members to do any call on your weapons. We couldn't wait to get in there. There's nothing better than an empowered member. Oh, yeah. An empowered <laughs> member with a true thrust. So, it was, so again, once again, I have to ask, you know, not biased. Glory charges are good fun, aren't they? It was good fun. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, Modesto got the Druge I was aiming for because there was only one that, like, had an unlike armoured chest, like, when they're using pay over hell, but yeah, got there before me. Yeah. So it was just another strike down. But, oh no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. But job. that was basically our battle, going, protecting Cordraco, sticking together at unit, 
hitting flanks, taking names, and protecting your ass. Nice. That bastard Marcus in the national block also struck me down again. It's like that might become a thing. Who? My mate Marcus in the National Block, oh, the one who okay. struck me down as a Yugara the previous struck day, that. also struck me down as a Druge. <laughs> there was, obviously, we were waiting to figure out what we were doing. Because t- you get on the field and you're there waiting for like 40 minutes before you actually do anything. Yeah, monstering. Waiting so, for monstering to kick off takes ages. Especially in that sun. So oh. we were, like I said, the person that was the leader of our little unit that we were fighting in was the person that played the herald that we killed or that murdoch killed the day previous so mm-hmm. we were kind of chatting we were like oh hey it's you and we're kind of having a little talk and that was really cool but for the majority of it i was just laying on the floor with my alt mask kind of resting on the top of my head on the floor looking up at the sky going what the fuck have i done why am i doing this to myself hang on were you wearing your alt mask before the imperials on the field no, it was just like on the top of my head, like yeah. I, yeah. So I, the amount of people I see putting their old masks on, like, get just off, take it off, get it off. Especially in my that mask heat. isn't yeah. on until the until I can hear the Imperials or yeah. someone says right masks on because I'm like I'm gonna die. Yeah. So it was kind of like I pulled put it on and then like pulled it off. So it was just like hanging off the top of my head, and I was just laying on the floor under this tree, like the shade. Just what is going on? Like I'm not okay. And then we were posted, as you come onto the field, obviously you've got the woods on the left, but then you've got that big open space on the right. And then there's a couple of random trees. We were kind of posted in between a couple of those trees, so we were just out in the open. I'm like, okay, well, we're all just going to die. Yeah, you're like, this is, this is the end. I yeah, know. I was like, that's cool, means I can go sit down. And then pretty much everyone in my military unit, or the unit we were fighting in, got killed, stood at respawn for a bit, and we were like, oh, hey, you're here. Oh, hey, you're here too. <laughs> and we realised that the majority of the unit were there, like, that's cool, that's fine. Hi, friends. Oh, so no, I didn't actually die. There was, most of them were dead, but I'd found, I'd got lost, and I'd got trapped at the bridge. And then there was, like, people walking, obviously, with their hands up to, like, get past. Yeah, but then yeah, there was yeah. people still pushing at the bridge as well. So I was like, I'm either going to get killed because people are in front of me pushing, or there's people behind me walking. I was like, I physically cannot move. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not in just, like, I was like, I'm going to get really claustrophobic and freak out here. So I was like, fuck it. So I just put my hand up and just started to walk with all these I people. So, right. yeah, I didn't actually die, but I was just like... You killed I, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> After, honestly, it was probably like three or four minutes. We weren't there for too long. We were sent back in, and then we were in the forest. We were curving around the back somewhere, and... I don't know, we just got absolutely fucked over again. But and then I got beaten down. Were like, you facing off against Dawn? Yeah. Were they, were they fighting with the insanity that everyone's told me they were? So, yeah, that's what I was just about to move yeah. on and say. So we were fighting a Dawn because I recognised a couple of the people. Uh, yeah, so, like, we got hit down and killed and whatever. We were on the floor, but they had, like, backed us into this bramble bush... So it was really difficult and really horrible anyway. But no one was pulling their blows. Like, they were oh. they were really aggressively hitting. Ooh. And then well, I meant yeah. in character. I didn't know they were actually being... On oh, yeah, no. Like, in character, terrifying. But OC, yeah, like, no, I don't think I got hit with a single pulled blow. But I think it was probably... They were, the four people that were kind of like... There was no... There was about six people. And there was, there was only about four of us that ended up in this little corner. Because like I said, they backed us into this bramble bush, so we were pretty trapped anyway. Like, we, we couldn't actually move. Yeah, they were just, like, really into it. I think they were just, like, really, like, gas. They were like, yeah, we got them. And, yeah, uh, so I think that kind of just, like, took over, which, whatever. And but then a lot of adrenaline hits and you're in the moment. I yeah. feel like that fish from um, SpongeBob, where it's like, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson? Oh, man. man, yeah. Having to say, pull the fucking blows. <laughs> Pull your fucking blows. Um, and then someone looted me, and I obviously didn't realise that I had my character blade with my princess blade on, so they looted my ribbon. That was really and, sad. It makes and me sad I didn't, to hear that. I didn't know that I could say, oh, this is my character's weapon, and that they couldn't take it, so I gave it to them. I'm sure and the Dread Shields will give you a new one. That's fine. It's or or, or Sugar Daddy... Uh, Otis will just give you some sausage money. <laughs> <laughs> that sausage bread. 
Are you still bonded to me? I mean, so... I, but, Is it like a phantom limb? It's like, I could clean, You can still feel the magic. I I've spent so long trying to get it bonded. Like, how long was I running around trying to find, like, the egregore or a ref, mm. someone to register it, and then getting con to do the actual ritual and things like that. Like, it was probably about an hour and a half of me actually running around Empire. I literally ran up to God, ran through Navarre. You know you can just go to God and go, don't you? What? I think you just need a... Uh, you need... Yeah. Artisan to do it? You know, a mage. Take yeah. a mage and yeah, go to God. Yeah, so, but then... Yeah, but there was, like, a pretty hefty queue at God as well. well. But, like, I w- yeah, I literally... I was physically running around. Like, I was actually running around the whole of Anvil trying to find, like, a ref or someone and then Fox and sake. then trying to find the Egregore of Navarre. Finally got it done and I didn't even get to use it once. I didn't cleave once. Guess what you can do next time? Not cleave. It all over again. <laughs> <laughs> How much are these, these ribbons, these cleavability ribbon things? The Apprentice's uh, Blade is only, like, a couple of crowns. And the Apprentice's Blade takes two months to craft and requires no materials. So, like... A couple of month, a couple of crowns is probably accurate, but it depends who you speak to. Okay. Most things. Well, so, I'm getting in the Princess's Blade next event, and I know someone that can make them if you want me to. <laughs> Your sass face, Chloe. Never mind, Chloe. I'm sorry. I am not going to help you. I'm sorry, Morgan. <laughs> I take it back. I realised I did it before I realised you were actually doing something nice for me. I thought you were just going to be like, "Oh, well, I'm getting a Princess's Blade." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> you salty little. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I'm getting the name right. But if you talk to the Guild Della Tremor or someone like that in the lead, they do the uh, fancy uh, magazines of paved installments of the magical weapons. It might be worth going to talk yeah, to Yeah, there is guys. someone who literally does fucking Klarna for magic items. Amazing. I actually might go and yeah. see what they've got. But yeah, so got looted, sat on the floor for a little bit, uh, realised I was too hot. And then went back to respawn, and they were like, "Yeah, so no more respawns." This was only after about twenty minutes. No, actually, yeah. it was definitely way more. Though. It was it was about, about half, forty-five. It was about yeah. half an hour. Yeah. What, what, uh, actually, no, because we were only sat under the tree for about a quarter of an hour. So yeah, I don't know. Was it you oh, or well. Emma who says we marched out, and you were surprised at how back quickly the Imperial Army were back, Kerry? I think it was Emma. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. crazy how likely we were literally out. And... So yeah, we were literally. Uh, I'm very sorry to hear that you had uh, uh, you were physically beaten. It's fine. Um, but I did hear everyone was basically like Dawn were like Dawn were fucking rabid dogs by the sounds of it, just because it was like trying to get the barons back. So absolutely kind of tearing through it, um, pull, like destroying our way through Druge. We came across the troubadours that were being sacrificed to Agraman, and we kind of we stopped them being sacrificed, but we weren't able to stop them from dying. If that makes sense, they weren't able to finish the ritual, but the people were like terminal. When we got to them, um, and we found one, and we noticed they all had different instruments. They all their names were different instruments, and we found one, and we laid them to rest. And then we found another, and then one of the people in our group kind of turns around, is like, "Does this feel like a breadcrumb trail to you? Does this feel like we're just going right into a trap?" And everyone was like, "Fuck yeah, it does a little bit." And they're like, "Right, I'm going to leave this decision in the hands of the lance of all of you." We are going into a trap. Do we walk into the trap? And everyone was like, "Yeah!" And he was like, "Good, let's go." And we just kept going. And it was just, it was it was just a real cool moment where it was like it's like are we going to be sneaky and think our way and try and out with them? No, we're going to go into the jaws of said trap and break it from the inside. Um, so it was like a real cool. Like as we start to march through, and obviously you, we keep we can't find these dying Dornish troubadours who've been tortured by the druge. Um, had a great time cutting them to shit, cutting them to ribbons. Took a little bit of a break because, again, it was very fucking hot. Um, uh, kind of marching our way through. And then, again, we've been on the battlefield for 45 minutes and someone goes, we've done it. We've we've killed them. We've done it. We've flipped the barons. And we're like, that was the quickest fucking battle I've ever been on. I don't know. It was the time we monitored E3 last year. Well, okay. It was the quickest battle I've ever fought on the good side of. <laughs> Yeah, nice swift battle over and done with. Going back, knowing that the Barons was now in Imperial territory was a Ooh. beautiful high. I don't know if we won so well because the Dornish were rabid dogs oh. or the Druze were dying from heat it's, frustration in those masks. It's definitely because orcs don't do well in the heat. Yeah. Like 100%. Except Imperial orcs who just smash through anything you chad. Yeah. Oh, mad be. respect for them and their Jesus. kit. Like it's yeah. got to be mm. so I, grim. Like I, we're moaning and 
Yeah. I saw an Imperial Orc at the first aid tent who was like real fucked up from heat exhaustion. Yeah. There was a lot of cases of heat exhaustion, especially on that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the picture of one of my jackdaws looking like a model, really handsome, marching off from the battle. And it's me just like looking at the camera like, (sighs) don't you dare. Like I'm going to fucking pass out from heat exhaustion. It was. I definitely, there was a little bit where um, I was fucking, went to run through the woods and my head just started swimming. I went, oh. Yeah. All right, we're gonna walk because <laughs> yeah. it just I just kind of was like, it was no, you've not had enough water. You are too hot. I'm like we're gonna walk. <laughs> we're gonna walk. And mm. It was fucked. Um, but yeah, we came back. Browns was in imperial territory. <laughs> very fucking exciting. Um, and yeah, headed back to camp. Had a bit of a glorious chant. Very happy. Um, no one in the lance died. Yeah, Which all my nice. jackdaws survived. I was very proud. Um, it was beautiful. Dawn seeming like. Very like very intent on not having a repeat of E4 last year where we lost so many people. Um, and it was a beautiful kind of it was like again, beautiful kind of jubilant feeling in the air, but it wasn't over yet because the barons were imperial, but they didn't necessarily belong to Dawn. Welcome to the political side of Empire. This was about to be decided in the Senate, but not quite yet. Was there anything in this kind of in the kind of tail end of something? Because I think that might quite be quite fun to finish on. Mm. Was like that Senate session. Can we do anything... you, Kerry? Yeah. Well... Or Alex? Sorry. <clears throat> Kerry, do you want? To... Well, I was injured. Oh, you were mm. injured. So I felt quite bad, but I couldn't fight with the dread shields, uh, especially bad because I had fought with them on the Saturday morning. But I woke up and I didn't quite feel as bad as chloe but physically my leg was um yeah you would have done more it was injury just fucked. To yourself. so i decided to just put a little um bandage uh man of the york he had a little bandage and i put that around so kind of icy i was saying they got struck by an arrow because it sounds a lot cooler than sticking my foot in a hole <laughs> um but yeah my my leg i was limping around on it so i thought i better not push myself especially in this heat um mm-hmm. so yeah just had a very very chilled relaxed um time in the shade which was nice it's not worth. I mean, I know there's a social contract, but like, yeah, I mean, you I don't want to give yourself a fucked up leg. Yeah, yeah you don't want to break your leg or like do like yeah. ligament damage or some round, like from like a minor injury, like running around and it's going to make it so much worse. Yeah, exactly. I, mean? I felt guilty, but it made sense. I just remember yeah. Kerry and Jack last year saying, "You can take your armor, Tom, but you're fucking not getting onto that battlefield in your brig." You can monster, yeah. but you I was like, I want to go fight with the jackdaws. Yeah, because you damaged. No. Was it your yeah. ankle that you damaged? I got tendonitis in yeah. my ankle. Yeah, absolutely valid. Um, it's fine, though. I did the fighting for both of us. You did? <laughs> Ambi, you got two swords. Yeah. Twice yeah. the effort. Are you ever tempted to try anything else other than Ambi? Um, I've thought about it, but I've whenever we've had this sort of discussion, whenever I play any character that I play in DD, I always dual wield, like no matter what class I'm playing, just to me, fighting only in my head makes sense with two swords. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that, but I don't know, maybe a shield, but I feel like I'd be quite restricted with that. I would love to try great weapon fighting at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to try, two-handed weapon. I'd like to try a pole arm or something just for one, just so I could just if, stab. Yeah. I would, I'm going to stick with Ambi for... I might, if I'm ever monstering and you're monstering, if you ever want to borrow my uh, big weapon, feel free. Yeah, that'd be cool just to try it out. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot I of fun. Tactically, I'd say a halberd is the best weapon that you could use. There is a meta in the game that a spear with a shield is the best weapon combo you can yeah. get. Yeah, oh, okay. A shield, uh, and if you've got impale, yeah. You're, yeah, you're done. Like, you just can. I don't think, can you get impale? I don't think you can on a spear. I think it's just great sword. And no, axes. you can. Oh. Oh, no, you might be right. But you've got the reach of a spear. Yeah, like, you've still got the, for, yeah. I don't know how impale And works. you can strike down, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you get up to, Carrie? So, as I say, I, um, hanging around in the Dread Shield camp until people started to come back. Chatted to the first sort of people to arrive there, and then. Swiftly went off to go and see if anyone had died <laughs> during the <laughs> battle and like whether we'd won or whatever. Um, because the dread shields were monstering. So like I think we'd gathered that they'd, you know, that we'd it'd gone well for the Empire, basically, but didn't know exactly what the costs were in terms of Dawn and the Jackdaws. Yeah. Um and as I was going off to find out, um, bumped into a marcher guy that I was talking to last event about Pepe the Squirrel and he was asking me oh is Pepe a citizen because he's really invested because they were he's doing a whole game with like the whole 
orcs in the marcher territory and how they want the, to be em empirical citizens yeah. and so we had a massive conversation about that and whether or not um we'd committed heresy uh, <laughs> which we we hadn't he seemed justified in um saying that because pepe is only an honorary citizen <laughs> It's not, you know, it's against like when the you rules, give you a teddy basically. Bear a yeah, basically. <laughs> Pepe is the mascot of the Splinter Spears, um, but that's fine. But unfortunately, it didn't mean there was any headway for his cause with the Marcher Orcs, uh, which is a shame. And then we bumped into some other people that I know um, and talked about some those IC plans that I keep referring to that I'm not telling anyone about. Ooh, or at least not publicising anything. Uh, you know more oh, than I, others. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. You two don't know because you're invited to the Jackdaws party where no. it will all What is it? We do know. Do you, you know? told us. Nine o'clock oh, okay. on the Saturday evening. I need to put that you don't know everything, though. You don't know as much as he does. No. But, oh, um, I don't remember. Don't yeah. Save it. Don't tell me. I want to <laughs> find out you know, on the Saturday. So you, you guys are invited to the Jackdaw party on the Saturday night, um, okay. and then you'll find out my... Um, Devious my, my devious plan. plans, yes, to sabotage the jackdaws. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> she's gonna kill so me. Basically, it's an assassination. Nope, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm too um, stupid to die. So, whilst discussing that. <laughs> Uh, we you give me like real like fry from Futurama vibes. <laughs> yeah, I've just got like an axe impaled to my head, like a, a, a wound, uh, like hammer in my head. Nope, can't die. <laughs> There's no <laughs> brain to kill. <laughs> oh dear. And while I was... isn't a real person, he's just an idea. Yeah. While I was chatting to them, someone, another friend that we know, uh, came over and he was selling bits and bobs, and I bought some like solar powered stones like they glow in the dark like if you have oh, the sun sweet. in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. they soak up the sun i guess and i'm gonna make him i keep forgetting but i need to make some kind of necklace so i can carry it around in the day and then have it in the evening um as a glow in the dark necklace sort of thing yeah so after discussing my maniacal plans and spending more in character money i just went over oh yeah so we um bumped into i think i've bumped into you chloe because obviously we're coming through navarre anyway and you also said that things went well, presumably. I'm not sure. Either way, we found out that the jackdaws didn't die. Hooray! And Woo! that you didn't Shit. die as well, Tristan. <laughs> Tristan um, can't die. He's immortal. Though I do remember at one point, I think, I don't know if it, I think it was actually the Saturday battle that me and Emma were incredibly worried about you because you'd run off without water. And you'd insisted that you you couldn't take your water bottle because it was metal and it'd get in the way or it'd be too dangerous on the battlefield. And we were literally sat there the entire time going, I hope he doesn't die like in <laughs> oh, real yeah. life die you need to get a nice um, little man bag like i do yeah i need to yeah. that it's quite funny actually talk about tristan being a more i was talking to emma the other night and she was like don't you doesn't tristan ever think of x y and z you know in the seeing being surrounded by death and seeing all these things i was like emma you've misunderstood a, a, a really important part of tristan's character he doesn't think he's ever going to die yeah so like what if i die won't cross his mind really like Kind of hope you have that in character moment where you, you where Tristan does die at some point when yeah. you when you're ready of course um but then you can play the whole like what's happening no 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 I love your idea we're talking about in the van that you you don't realise until someone casts whispers through the yeah. gate where it is yeah I literally think I'm fine until someone casts whispers and I'm like oh fucking hell yeah. <laughs> shit I might have bitten off a little bit more than I could chew yeah don't worry I'll get out of this one yet yeah. <laughs> I've got yeah. a backup character ready and it was kind of dependent on this backup character coming into existence if Otis ever died that the barons be um, reclaimed oh yeah by the empire oh yeah so now it would even make more sense but obviously Otis would need to die first yeah we can, we can arrange it what was your character See? idea <laughs> the, the, the fun part is where I'm the one who just wants to keep burning through characters but I'm the only one that doesn't take the battlefield yeah. so I can't die <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to keep retiring my characters bit of a problem with that yeah but like let's say the last thing that I did on Sunday really I think was I went to Moorish and had some lunch and literally I was sweating so much in there that I got a napkin and just wiped my forehead and all the Naga scale yeah. face paint came off yeah. and I just I can't do this face but how how like please if you've got face paint for in character stuff how do you keep it on alcohol based Al alcohol based as I in i need to buy more I'll bring, face paint i'll bring my setting uh, spray and i'll try setting time. spray so yeah. alcohol based face paint as i understand it basically it won't come off if it gets wet or at least it's more resilient to it so you need alcohol to get it off 
Yeah, to be fair, I think my face paint is not too bad. It's just that I was already sweating when I was putting it on. Yeah. So maybe I just need to not put it on in the tent as much as I don't want, you know. I apply my spirals with setting spray. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard um, someone told me to use setting spray to activate it rather than using water. Now, my spirals still came off. But yeah. my spirals came off because I was sweaty, wiped like, and like was like really like, oh, my, oh I wiped my face. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. They yeah, to be fair, I was avoiding sleep. wiping my face yeah. like all um, weekend. Well, yeah, it's um, a, it is a pain, but I have spoke to more people about different ways of doing it and better ways to get them to stick yeah, on. Yeah, and also, like, it might not be as big of an issue, at least in the April, like the autumn yeah. and winter events. Yeah. Um, and it might just be, I might just have to cast, um, what was it? Twilight Masquerade. Twilight Masquerade and the hottest events just to get away from having to do face paint a little bit. You could always look at and get like different colored eyeliners. It might take you like a little bit longer to like just hand draw them on, but mm. eyeliners stay on a bit better than um, face paint do. Cole, I think a better. Cole. Yeah, that's not clearly from the, fire. the OG. Mate, your fucking eye makeup was sick as hell. It just literally. <laughs> it wasn't like, even makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another thing is prosthetic scales, um, which stay yeah. on all weekend. Yes. Potentially. Uh, I just, I don't want to invest the time and money when, you know what I'm like with characters, as I say. Yeah. I just, but I do like Navarre, and I feel like in terms of the heat, it seems like one of the lightest kits. You can sort of, you can get away with lighter kit than, for example, in... The only light you know, one is, uh, I was going to say Brass Coast, but Maybe Urizen. the Marches. Urizen. Even the Brass Coast, because I had that many scarves and layers on, I was more... I had more layers and stuff on. Lee in the can be pretty, li- pretty light as well. Really? The booty shorts. Are... You can have booty shorts. I'm not so wearing Leaguish booty shorts, sorry. I need to invest in someone. I got some spare cash invested you in the oh, You would do. look sensational Fucking, in some booty um, shorts. Gabriel Barossa's short shorts are oh, absolutely phenomenal. Legs of the league. Legs of the league, <laughs> I tell you. Wow. That's America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's Tassaro's ass, <laughs> or wherever he's from. I think they come from Tassaro. Tassaro, yeah. look at that. I, I know my Barossal. You know your asses. Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. Well, that's about all I did other than um, packing up and occasionally reminding Tom that we were packing up and that he should continue packing up. And... Did you do that? Uh, oh, yeah. This Tom, is such a surprise Tom, to me. Unfortunately, is such a social butterfly that every anytime anyone comes near, he just ha- he just flocks to them. Like a jackdaw. It doesn't help that they also flock to me. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. We managed to get everything packed up before the just s- before it started raining. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't and, uh, that be a fine thing? Yeah. Maybe maybe if you went to Moorish before timeout next time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe if maybe if Senate didn't stretch yes, it out. Senate. <laughs> Senate's fault. I think I discovered that my hat was a uh, very water uh, contained water very well because some <laughs> wonderful leagueish folks were just had this beautiful cooler from oh, Costco. the ice water. And they were just offered to give you uh, cold, uh, ice cold water, ice cubes in, or just pour it on your yes. head. And there was no better feeling that was than another just reason. having ice cold water tipped on your head. And it's like, one point I was like, you know what? Just tip it in my fucking hat. That was another reason I gave up on the scales because I'm a big fan of just tipping water over my head yeah, when I'm too hot, especially yeah, yeah. like on events like that. And I, I just had to keep tipping it down my back. Um, and then, yeah, at that point I was just like, no, I'm, fuck the scales. Like I am just need to be cooled down. Put it on my head and all these leaguers start laughing because it just perfectly stays in there. (laughs) And over about 10 minutes starts dribbling out. That's so funny. It was great. I think the only other thing I really did was I went to witness someone repaying a debt to the uh, Reapers just so they could say they had a uh, witness there, yeah. which was fun. Uh, and uh, very last minute, I think it was like like the last two minutes of the game, our little friend Twig run out, uh, ran up saying, Oh, yes, that person that I was chasing around the field all weekend because they bought a potion off me, found them at five minutes to time in outside the Jackdaw camp. And I said, ah, oh, Twig. And they were like, nope, I'm out of character. And I was like, doesn't matter. You're taking this potion now. <laughs> yeah, they come running up to me. It's like, have you got time to a lot? It's like, yeah, I'll get back into Nietzsche stuff. Just put my mask on, pretend the hat's there. What? Gives me a letter. It just basically, effectively said, bodyguards, please. <laughs> Is that why you guys are in downtime then, guarding Twig? Uh, don't think we're downtiming. It might be some game next time. Oh, mm. interesting. So we might have a potential employer already lined up. Interesting. Mm. But whilst I remember Twig exists, 
just seeing that cheeky little guy smeared in blood looking absolutely horrific on the battlefield. God, they're full of wolves. Yeah. yeah. God, they're so full Hence of wolves. Hence why I was chasing them around so all weekend, unable to find them because they were no longer twig, they were wolf. It was just really cool, just us marching in formation around the battlefield, taking out these druids and just seeing this pack of Verushkans smeared with blood smiles crawling Christ. around looking God horrific Verushka's, God Verushka's cool I really want Verushka's to be a Verushka so boy cool. that should be my next nation yeah do it Verushka yeah. baby oh, how fun. light can I make a Verushkin kit yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, I can make like a summer Verushkin kit surely yeah a little Eastern European bikini yeah yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> I have fur nipple tassels yeah if you have one tassels. yeah you, you'd Maybe. probably do that Probably. Anyway, you're dying to talk about Senna, mm. the last the last well, push. One thing I have to be before Senna happened was um, my good friend Sol um, wanted to buy some flowers off me to give to a friend. Uh, and I handed them over, just three stemmed flowers, and she was like, oh, great, thank you for these. Um, can I, have you got anything to wrap them up in? Um, and I was kind of loving a look around, and I couldn't find anything. And I was like, oh, I do have an idea. I think I spoke about it in the first episode, but I made a banner from the Barons, which was basically like a, a rose with a golden rose with antlers either side and then ripped. And the idea was that the bottom of the banner had been ripped off to be used as a stretcher for one of the first casualties from my unit to carry them away. And then eventually it was their burial shroud. So that's why I was missing. And then every time one of my soldiers in the unit died, we took a strip of cloth off their tabard and tied it to the banner in kind of memory. It was like a favor from mm. them to kind of, so we can bring them with us as we liberate the barons. Um, and so Sol asked me for something to put around the flowers. So I was like, I have an idea. And I took her over to the banner, um, took off one of the strips because um, I'd made a few stories about who the banner was. This was my only chance to kind of get them out. And I took one of the strips off and I said, this was from the Circo of Agravain, who was one of my, the newest recruits to the company. He was 16 years old. Um, and he died flying alongside like one of his closest friends. And it was kind of this like yellow gold cloth smeared in blood. And I was like, and I can think of no better use for his favor than to convey a message of love, which is what the flowers were for. And we bound it up. And it was like a really nice kind of like, emotional rp moment um you know i'm all, i'm on the verge of tears today that's so sad <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> so sad. um but we passed it over and it was like a real nice emotional rp moment and i was glad to get like one of the stories i'd written out about the barons um it was really it was, nice it sounds like a nice like natural sort of way as well you didn't have to be like oh hey did you hear did you see what my banner was about yeah like it was yeah. a nice way that you were able to put it in there. Yeah, exactly. It was, and it was, yeah, it was, and it felt That's like what a she said. Use for it. Sorry. Oh my God. Oh. I, I tried you to ruined resist. a beautiful moment. Oh, also, I actually forgot to mention this. Ooh. I've got a bone to pick with one of our listeners. That's what she said. <gasps> Which one? They know who they are. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna oh. dox them on the podcast. No, but tell us. And then I can I'll, tell I'll you. Elevator music. I can tell you. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, you did in the van. I think have I said it on the podcast? No, you haven't said so it on the podcast. They had a little message in the Dawn Discord a while ago, and they were like, oh, any podcasters and YouTubers in this Discord, uh, if you want to cry, come over to the Durandal tent at some point during the event. I went over at one point. It was time out because I hadn't been able to go in time in. If we were walking past, I'd go and we'll look together. And there was two little, little plaques with like dogs with wings as representatives. Oh, the yeah, of you can tell us about this. And on one of them, was the name Morgan Shield. Because it was like, oh, cool, my name's mentioned. And the fucking other one, you fuck, was my dog's name. <gasps> no. Literally Bronte yeah. was written on the fucking plaque. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why? Why? I don't because, understand that. Because the Hounds of Glory died. So what he'd done, he was trying to think of names to put on. He was like, oh, I've got oh. a good idea. So he got different podcasters and their dog's names. <laughs> How did he find out your dog's name? We'll just speak about the podcast. Oh, okay. like I mentioned right, right, right. And they were kind of like telling me the story of how they died. I was like, you're a bastard. What the fuck is wrong? I'd go John Wick on him. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently uh, Morgan and Bronte died holding each other. I was like, that was very rude. <laughs> how dare you? Um, Am I leaving that in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You can bleep out his name. 
you fuck, but (laughs) no, it was really cool. It was like, I kind of wish I'd seen it in character, but it was like a real, it was like, I was like, that was a quite cool moment. I was like, sad, horrible. I would (laughs) have cried and slapped him. I really liked, I would have been so sad. I really liked the, what I I do like about Empire is the battles that happen in between events, right? Are um, statistics, dice are being rolled, statistics being worked out and it's all maths, right? And then the little documents put out and stuff like that. But like people bringing like emotional RP from these things that haven't happened that all fictionalized is so good, and those little stories, like I say, of Agravain dying and of these people dying in the battlefield, these fictional people that have never existed, not even in ca- like characters haven't even existed, mm. and having these emotional stories to play throughout, I think is a really nicely how it's done and how they've encountered. Yeah, um, looking forward to going back to the Brock. Oh yeah, Dresden's having some downtime in the Brokelion killing sentient rhubarb because I can't deal with the Barons until next season. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but yes, so Senate. So um, the Empire now owns the Barons. We own more than half the little areas within the Barons, which means the territory is now ours. We don't fully control it. There's a good amount of Druze still in there, and they hold quite a few footholds. I want a LARP hippie to just go like, "Dude, you can't own a place, man." <laughs> we do <laughs> magically. Yeah. So we basically, um, it's now an Imperial territory. And Drew's just still there. We're trying to drive them out, but it needs to be decided who gets the Barons. It's a virgin territory, and there has to be a vote as to who gets it. So there's a Senate vote for it. And Senate is usually quite a quiet affair. There's like the senators, their proxies, and a few people in the gallery. Um, they'd moved out of Senate because Senate didn't have a roof, so it was too hot, so they moved into the academy. It felt like all of Dawn was there. Like I had my banner. We were all stood there, and like I, they were like, you can't go in with your banner, so I leaned it against and went in. It was packed tight with like senators, their proxies, a few other people, and their dawn. <laughs> it was just kind of there, staring very intently at all the senators. And they went through a lot of motions. So many emotions. Like it was just taking forever. And we were all sitting there sweating, like fanning ourselves furiously because it was really hot in the academy. We were all a bit flustered. It was getting closer and closer to the timeout. Because we were like, if it doesn't go to the barons, shit's gonna kick off. Sorry, if the barons don't go to dawn, it's gonna kick off. But it was getting closer and closer to timeout. And if it gets announced after timeout, we can't kick off. And we're like, oh, this is getting really fucking tense. And we're all kind of bristling. Uh, taking age, we're like, when's it going to happen? Kind of murmuring. They keep having to tell people to be quiet. And then they talk about the motion. So in Senate, I don't know exactly the details, but a senator could put forth a motion of something they want to happen. They get another senator to second it, to say support it. They announce the motion, they say their case, and then it's voted on. So it all all starts to gather around. Um, the senator for Astolat has put forward the motion, reads it out, and then does a speech about why it should go to the baron, why the baron should go to Dawn. Uh, pours a cup of Dornish blood on the floor um, to represent the blood that's been spilled for the barons by Dawn. And then quite a few senators speak on quite positively about it going to Dawn, including the Imperial Orcs. And there had been some talk about the Imperial Orcs getting the barons, and. It was quite an emotional moment where the senator for Scarsind, the Imperial Orc, was like, "It is the it was an Orcish desire to get a new territory, but we believe this belongs to Dawn, and we will be fighting like voting on their side today." And it was like again really nice. Loads of people speaking in favour, saying like, "We want to make sure you look after these people who are there, but you have our support." And then the person running it goes, "Right, has anyone actually got anything negative to say, or can we get on with the vote?" And then one or is any senator puts their hand up. And and the speaker goes, is it negative? And they go, oh, I can assure you it is. The sheer brass guts of that person. <laughs> and let me tell you, when they said that, like there was a bit of jubilance amongst Dawn, and when they said that, it just went sour. And you could that senator must have felt every Dornish pair of eyes on them as we're all like, the fuck? Say what? They start talking. They say, um, Urzan has lost a lot. We have been dragged through stuff. We've just lost one of another one of our territories to the league. <laughs> We're just cheeky little guys. But then the moment it nearly all fucking kicked off was when they went. Urzan has one army and two territories, and Dawn has how many? Four armies. Oh, Dawn has recently did have four armies, and then one of them fought so hard to get the barons they were all destroyed and died. And the entire fucking Senate chamber, people were drawing weapons oh, and no. just surged forward. <laughs> Hands like those. So there was quite a few, like there was a little group of Dornish changings and we were all gathered together and we just sped to the front. Like, the fucking hounds of glory, how dare you forget? Like screaming. Now this person probably forgot because their brain turned to soup in the heat. 
But when the, it was literally, everyone was like surging forward. They were like, silence in Senate. The egregore came down and told me off with a few other people, just like, take a breath. And we were just like, everyone just kind of simmering with rage as we watched the vote happening. And I'm kind of looking at every single senator, like I'm going to remember every single fucking face on that floor. Every single fucking face. And then they kind of like, right, it's time for the vote. Votes in favour of the barons going to dawn. And all but one hand gets raised in the air. And everyone's like, yeah! Start <laughs> absolutely screaming and cheering and just start shouting, the barons for dawn! And then, time out. <laughs> so we got it, it was mm. ours. And then literally, it was still time out, but we were marching back to the dawn encampment with our fucking banners screaming the barons for dawn. There was this am- it was such an amazing way to end. Like this fight that's been going on since before the game started, like to get barons back to dawn. Massive jubilant celebration on the march back. And it was a beautiful way to end the game. It was absolutely amazing. I really need to get one of those awesome endings to an empire. I feel like I have an awesome weekend and it's kind of like the last hour just fizzles out. It mostly is that a lot of the time. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of panic within the last like hour of getting everything together as well, wasn't there? There wasn't much time for yeah, game. Yeah, there was the great storm of the empire. I it, That thunder or lightning... Whichever the one is. Both. It was like both of them coming down mm. impressively. It was close. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if I was hit. Well, I think everybody who's ever been hit by lightning has been surprised. But I wouldn't be surprised if you know what I mean. Like I'd have been like, oh, fair enough. It no. was that close. Me and Kerry were packing up. It's like, Tom, you need to look at me now. Focus. You see that cloud over there? It's not that bad. It will be here in an hour. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was dead God, on the right. I felt, yeah, I felt like I was on a ship. Like grabbing the tarp and with the wind pulling on and oh everything, God, it was yeah, it crazy. So oh, as soon as, it, as soon as the storm came, I was like, yeah, I've got to throw my Nietzsche pirate coat now. I've got to feel like <laughs> a captain just standing in the wind looking awesome. Are we going to do a final round of best moments of the weekend? Yeah, I think so. God, but that was Who over wants, a month ago. Who I wants to remember. start? <laughs> Chloe, do you want to start? I feel like this has been your event, how Neva's really come into her character. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad that She's got a lot of games. She's got a lot of promising avenues. Like I've got things to be doing next event and I'm excited for it. But I think my favourite moment... God, I don't know. Was it the olive spread? Yeah, it's probably the tapenade. No. <laughs> um, I'm glad I contributed so well to your game. Yeah, I mean, the weekend just would have been shite without it. So, oh, sorry, Morgan's got his tapenade. You've got your sausages. Tom, what are you bringing to the table? My loving personality. No, no, physical. The physical table. Like. A wet hat. <laughs> <laughs> a wet hat. They call me wet hat. Tommy. Sorry. He's got a couple of coins in it, and they just slosh down. Oh. Anyone want a drink? Just rinses it out. <laughs> That's so vile. <laughs> uh, sorry, no, Chloe. You're um, carry on, Chloe. Yeah. I th- if I have to pick anything, it's probably like it's probably the skirmish. Mm. Like, I had a lot of fun. Mm. I had a lot of fun in the skirmish, the execute, where I was like, I don't give a fuck. And then just, obviously, that kind of just really stapled who Neve is to a lot of the Dread Shield. So that was a cool little moment for them to see who she is. So I'd probably say that. Because, I mean, it wasn't like her defining moment because she's just always been like that. But it was nice for people to see that and there to be, there was conversation and, and jokes and games around that after so yeah i'll probably i'll probably say the skirmish mm, nice tristan how about you i've i've got one go on then go i go. i realized as soon as i complained that it's been over a month and i couldn't remember but actually i really enjoyed the archery range and i really want to do archery now nice a lot of fun what like actually in battle um maybe monstering to start off with okay, and see yeah. how that goes but yeah definitely if i'm gonna do combat it's gonna be archery mm. but yeah i have a lot of fun doing target practice have you got a moment Alex? Um, many. And again, it's just a trouble to pick one. Selling your first sausage. Selling my first Selling your snag. last sausage. Yeah. Clean toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the portaloos were a lot better than that, to be fair. Do you know what? I think it was when we were just sat around playing dice. Oh, yeah, because we did that on the Sunday. That was just like a chill. Like the whole weekend was done. And I felt like sat in the Dread Shields camp as part of the camp. And we were just sat. I don't even know what the game was. It was Rocky and... Um, there was a few that were teaching us this dice game on um, the Sunday as some people had packed up and gone home um, and we were just kind of waiting. So it wasn't quite time out, but it, it was yeah. It was near enough that some people were OC and some were OC. So yeah, playing dice. But there was a point 
during the battle on the Saturday, so massive little cast your mind back. But there was a point where one of the dread shields, like an arrow was coming for you and they stuck their shield out, stopped you getting hit by this arrow oh. and you both were like, oh, cheers. And then I was like, oh, and I shouted across because I was probably about six or seven metres behind you. And I was like, oh, you cute little bromance. It's making me all jealous. And as that happened, I got shot with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a funny little thing. And I remembered it. I remembered it last time when we were talking about it, but I forgot to say, and I just thought, because like you, yeah. I don't even know... I was, sorry to this joke. I don't even know their name. I can't remember who they are or what well, their everyone's name is. got two, haven't they? So it's hard to. I'm yeah, still, I'm still learning everyone's. Name. I'm still learning my name for Christ's sake. Um, but yeah, the two of you were like, you were like, oh, cheers, man. It was like really cute because he had like leant over mm. and stopped this arrow, and I'd I'd shout with across like, oh, stop it with your bromance. You're gonna make me jealous. I was like you two are too cute. And as that <laughs> happened, I got shot with an arrow. I was like, fuck's sake. Yeah, I'd say that's. Probably my favourite moment. Then Chloe getting shot by an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tom. This is only a very small moment, but it was like the accumulation of like a year's worth of work. It was just being in the generals' meeting and swearing my allegiance to Dawn. Yes. It was like the accumulation of having yes. to get a mercenary company together, get the resources together, find a contract. Meet a general, and then finally we could be stood in that meeting declaring our loyalty to general. I don't think I got permission to say their name, but general. That's a really long name. I know, isn't it a great name? The Jolly Jack Doors swearing 12 to dawn. It's like, there, we've done it. We're a mercenary company. It's been a year's worth of work. We were shitting it. We weren't going to get a physical banner. Grace did some amazing work to give us a physical banner. Mm. And we were there and everyone fought so well on the Sunday. Yeah, just an epic moment of pride. And it was just the accumulation of my first LARP event in 2019 going from, I just want to be a line soldier in the Crimson Reapers, maybe work my way up to sergeant to be, nope, I am now in charge of one of the largest mercenary companies in the league. I am such a fan. Thank you. I love... Would you like a letter? I love almost like the... Um the the mini like it's almost it's funny how like um nietzsche's association with dawn started when you like were marching through dawn got yeah. detached from your unit and ended up sleeping in my hayloft and now you're swearing your allegiance to dawn <laughs> it's a beautiful little beautiful little thing yeah especially for the fact i never wanted to be a guild leader yeah. or a merchant prince i wanted to be a line sergeant and that was it and yet here you are here i am nice little arc um, hopefully a long way to go with it mm. I think that it's the it's the same as everyone said. So many amazing moments, yeah. um, but I ha if I had to pick one, I do think it's ending the weekend with a bang, and it's that Senate it's session. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounded awesome. Yeah. The fucking the the atmosphere of after we were done was just, and it's another one of those things in LARP where your brain forgets that you are, sit, you know, you live in England, you have an office job, and you whatever don't really care about it, like that kind of thing. But then you 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 forget all that. You I forget are, all that all weekend. That's yeah, why I love. You, you are a citizen of Dawn who have won their homeland back. You get so immersed yeah. that yeah. you just in that moment, nothing else matters but that was all right the, there. The blood mm. of my comrades, the things that we have done to get it were worth it. We've got and our like, home back. You physically feel these things. As yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So like when we're marching into battle and obviously like we're doing the like Navari chants and things, and I just like the pride and the rage yeah. that like I feel. I'm mm. like. I feel as if my parents, like my brother, everyone that I've ever loved and known has, yep. has died and I'm there to honour yep. them. And like, you get, I don't even know what emotion it is, it's but it fucked. just, it builds and mm. oh, it's such a good feeling. I think it's, an, and I think uh, without getting you know, too deep into LARP, I think what's beautiful about it is- Are we you, deep into LARP? But no, but no. I mean like, you can feel, you can <laughs> feel those emotions in life are hard to feel. Those things like grief and sadness and loss and stuff. Joy. Things that, joy. This <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah, That was grim. Um, okay. But you get to feel these emotions that are, you don't, you know, and process them in a way that's kind of detached to you, right? You can process grief and the mm. loss of people, but then you can kind of step away from that. It's not that. And you can examine how you responded to it. And, and I think it's beautiful in those moments where you're like, wow, in, like you've such jubilation. And I was, it's, I'm, again, so happy to be part of this hobby. Anyone that's listening that's not been 
I cannot encourage you enough to get into it. Yeah. Please notice it's the worst yeah. financial decision you'll ever do. You will be... Yeah. It's it's it takes a lot. You'll never have money for drugs. Mm. Um, so last week I spoke about the publication in the marches known as The Moon. And I described it as a tabloid. Oh. Now, the, um, the writers of, of The Moon have got in touch. Uh, Geraldine and Constance, who apparently have a combined age of 172... Um, have got in touch to let me know that it is, in fact, Anvil's finest parish magazine, uh, exclusively written by octogenarian marchers who have um, well, never been to Anvil and don't know what they're talking about, but it is not a tabloid. It is a very fine parish magazine. I've been asked to correct that. And I've also been sent a little segment from it where you can find out what type of hat you are. Ooh. Ooh. I want to know what hat is this BuzzFeed that this time? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little quiz we can find out what hat you are. So what what might be fun is if if we fill this out and let people know what type of hat we are when we release the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, sorry, just had to put that little correction because I was no, messaged in by fine. a very angry listener from the march. <laughs> <laughs> we apologise. And on that bombshell. On that note, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you in the field sometime soon. We're not singing the song do, this time, do, John. Do, no, Kerry. <laughs> 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 No! no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chloe. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs>